Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. In Genesis chapter 1, we have the creation account where God created the heavens and the earth, light, water, vegetation, animals, and man. And all of it was good and complemented each other. And there was harmony and agreement and peace between everything God had created. There was also personal fellowship between Adam and Eve and God. But when Adam and Eve sinned, it broke everything. Sin was so devastating that it affected every part of creation, especially the close relationship that was between God and man. So much so was the relationship harmed that Adam and Eve hid from God because of their sin. And ever since that day, relationships have not been what they were created to be. That's why there's divorce, dysfunctional families, and resentment between boss and employees, disrespect between student and teacher, fights between best friends. Sin has marred every imaginable relationship. We find that people love their sin to the point to where they are completely prideful and self-serving at the expense of others. Because of the fractured relationship between man and God, wickedness grew out of control on the earth to the extent that God wiped the face of the earth clean except for one family. And then later in Genesis 11, we read that people finally did come together to form strong bonds and relationships, but only so they could try and exalt themselves and make themselves great and independent from God. So God, knowing that if they accomplished this goal, their pride would skyrocket, their disobedience would increase, He confused their language, spread them out over the earth, which was His command from the beginning, to multiply and fill the earth with His glory. And so God spends the rest of the Old Testament calling out a people, a nation, and teaching them how to live in community with Himself and with each other. The Ten Commandments exemplify this. The first four commandments have to do with how we are to be in relationship with God. The rest of the commandments talk about our relationships with each other. And during this whole time, the overarching truth that God is laying down for them is that sin has separated them from Him. And because of this, there must be a sacrifice to reconcile the relationship. But the animal sacrifices that they were bringing would never work. They will not restore the relationship between men and men or men and God. They're only an example of the great sacrifice that will be provided on their behalf. And when we get to the New Testament, we see right off the bat that God provides that sacrifice by coming to earth in the person of His Son. He is the sacrifice, the atonement, the reconciler between God and man. And by faith and trust in Jesus as our Lord, our relationship with God is restored and mended. And through the gospel, human relationships can be what they were designed to be as well. And God gives us the church so believers can band together, encourage one another, cultivate relationships with each other, and to be a graphic picture of how human relationships were created to function. Draw people towards Christ through our love for God and one another. That's what living in community is all about. And in the book of Acts, we see some characteristics of a healthy biblical community. Listen to Acts chapter 2, verses 41 and 42. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. In my Bible, there is a subtitle that's put in between verses 41 and verse 42. 
your Bible may have the same thing. Please know that when we talk about the Bible being without error and completely dependable, we are talking about when it was first given to the author by divine inspiration. And when Luke was writing his accounts or Paul was writing his letters, they didn't include verse numbers or chapter numbers or even these subtitles. Those are things that modern day editors put in the text to try to help the reader. And oftentimes they are very helpful, but sometimes they can mislead and cause our mind to disconnect one passage from the next. But we need to be sure that we do not overlook the fact that the new believers devoted themselves to study and learning. That word devoted means there was an attitude of willingness to continue in and persevere in receiving the teaching from the apostles. They were not going to let the common minor disruptions of life keep them from soaking in day after day and week after week what the apostles were teaching. And I don't think they were simply devoted for one or two hours a week. It seems that the devotion talked about is in regards to their whole life. They devoted themselves. They didn't just devote time. They devoted their lives to this. They didn't walk out of there saying, Great sermon, Pastor Peter. We will see you next week. They devoted themselves. What it does mean that these believers devoted themselves to the apostles' fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to the prayers... I think it means that not only were these believers looking to the leaders of the church to receive instruction and doctrine and truth, they also looked to them to see how that truth was played out in their life. But it was not just the new believers who were devoted. It was the leaders of the church. They took the time to teach, to disciple, to open up their lives day in and day out. So as leaders in the church, pastors, Sunday school teachers, small group leaders, brotherhood directors, WMA presidents, Awana workers, we have to create ways and opportunities to fellowship in this way together. We have to live in community with one another so we can teach others how to live the gospel. It's not enough to live it in silence and hope new believers will catch on. We must be deliberate. The apostles discipled believers in doctrine, but also in daily life. And we must do the same. The world's not going to be impressed by our attracted to sermons on these types of relationships. They are going to have to experience them. So what are you going to do, not only to learn the word, but also to live the word in a deeper way? When you pray today, pray for the devotion of your church to discipleship. And also pray for our people in India as the work to share the love of our Father continues. Also pray for the catchy broadcast in the target area of Guatemala.